Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So the truth about the economy, I think it's a lot different than what you are being told in the mainstream media. And here is some additional proof. I want to shoot straight over to this article from Zero Hedge and go straight to a chart, actually. This is really incredible. And I want to give credit where credit is due. This is from Lance Roberts. And if you're on Twitter, if you're not following Lance, you need to do so ASAP. And he also does the podcast with my good buddy, Adam Taggart, Wealthion. And he kind of does the market updates every Saturday. But I, I think I think he's very underrated. And every time I listen to a podcast that he does with Adam or you know, follow some of the stuff that he's done on Zero Hedge, it's, it's really, really good. And uh, again, I, I can't recommend following his stuff enough. And this is a chart from, I believe this is his company, Real Investment Advice. And just to be clear, uh, this is not investment advice. <laughs> you know, they always throw in that disclaimer. This is not investment advice. So Lance go ahead, names his company, Real Investment Advice. <laughs> I don't know if if uh, there was some sense of irony in the name, but I think that's funny. Anyway, this chart shows advanced retail sales, so retail trade and food services. This is a blue line. And then the black line represents all employees, total non-farm. So the retail sales numbers we have on the left and the, the non-farm payroll numbers we see on the right. Now, I'm assuming... This is, this has got to be in the millions. This has got to be 172 million or 153 million, but uh, I'm almost, I'm 99% positive. So we'll just go ahead and go with it. All right. So just striking how these lines are very, very consistent. And we're going to get back to the zero hedge article. And I'm going to read what Lance is saying about this chart. But I just wanted to show you this because we see this massive discrepancy. I mean, look at this. Both these lines drop off a cliff during the Cerveza sickness, as you would imagine, with retail sales and total non-farm payroll employees. And then we see a quote-unquote recovery with the total non-farm. But Lance points out, the although we've had all this job growth that the mainstream media has been talking about, oh my gosh, the economy is booming. Look at the job growth. Look at the job growth. Look at the job growth. Okay, that's all fine and dandy. but the job growth has barely got us above where we were prior to the surveys sickness. But as you guys know, the population has increased. So if you just took this trend line, I'm sure this is what Snyder would do, almost positive. He would take this trend line or this black line at, at the, and keep it going at the current trajectory or the trajectory prior to 2020 that when I say current, I mean the line that my arrow is on. And we keep that moving forward, 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 forward. And it gets us to, I'm just eyeballing it here, eh, maybe 160-ish, something like that. But we can see that we're, quote, unquote, below trend at 154. So we really haven't even recovered the jobs that would have been up to the historic trend. And usually keep in mind, this historic trend is going to just keep pace the rate of the population growth. So if said another way, 
if this black line went flat, then that would mean the amount of total jobs would actually be decreasing relative to the population. So, or even if it's not flat, if it's not going up at the same rate as the population, it's still decreasing relative to how many people are out there that are trying to find jobs. But what's just staggering is the delta, excuse me, between the retail sales and jobs. Look at this. Look, I mean, obviously right around here. Yeah, 2021. This is just pure stimmy nirvana. Boom, stimmies. Let's go to Louis Vuitton. Woohoo. And then it kind of flattens out. And then, yeah, we got some more stimmies. Thanks, Trump. Woohoo. Let's go back to Gucci. Let's go out for a night at the club. Let's go out to Olive Garden. Let's go to Chipotle. Buy a new iPhone, whatever. And then this next wave up is most likely, yeah, I don't have to pay my rent. I don't have to pay my student loan. Woohoo! Let's take a vacation. Let's go to Tulum and we can post it on Instagram. And then we're like, wah, wah, wah. Oh man, the stimmies were out. Oh no. Now my purchasing power has decreased because my wages haven't gone up with the rate of inflation. And therefore I'm drawing down my savings. What happened? I want to go back to 2021. <laughs> but we can see that retail still sales are still at a massively elevated level, especially compared to the amount of jobs that we have. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So Lance's point, which is, is common sense, but it's a great point, is that at some point in time, this blue line is going to have to go back to the black line. <laughs> now, that's either going to happen by the black line going parabolic, meaning the economy does catch fire to the point where it did like in the late 1800s, <laughs> where it's just, you know, like 15% real GDP growth per year. And the economy is doing so well, it's creating so many jobs that this black line, instead of just kind of flattening out here, just goes straight up and gets to the point where it again meets the blue line like it did prior to the survey cyclist. That's option number one. Personally, I think that's a very low probability. I think most of you would agree. <laughs> I think a higher probability is this blue line just completely falls out of bed and we get a wily e. coyote moment 
where the blue line kind of looks around and notices that it's just kind of floating in midair. And then it goes right into the black line. And this is most likely what the yield curve is telling us. But what the mainstream media is doing is they're just focusing on this black line going from, let's say, down here to up here. And then they're just focusing on the blue line going parabolic, but they're not sitting there and looking at it from a 30,000 foot level like Lance has done so brilliantly and said, whoa, wait a minute here. There's a, there's never been a huge discrepancy. And now all of a sudden (laughs) there is, what does that tell us about the future? What does that tell us about what we should expect throughout the rest of 2023 and maybe into 2024? All right. Now let's shoot back to Zero Hedge and Lance's article. Now I think you can find this. uh, Okay. So this is via realinvestmentadvice.com, which I assume is Lance's website, or you can just go right here to, to Zero Hedge. But let's get his editorial on this really brilliant chart. So this is a quote, while most of the job recovery was hiring back employees that were let go, the surge in stimulus-fueled retail sales will ultimately revert to employment growth. Exactly. The reason is that people can ultimately only spend what they earn. That is a novel concept, isn't it? It's (laughs) obviously I'm joking, but in today's day and age, that sounds just almost antiquated. What do you mean people can only spend what they earn? (laughs) Not just give me my government check, buddy. I can always spend that. So why would I just want to spend what I earn? Boomer. Have fun staying poor. Heck, I want to spend what I earn and I want to spend what the government gives me. So let me just go to the polls and vote for more free stuff. Just spending what you earn. Yeah, okay. That's like what they were doing in like the 80s and the 90s. Hashtag fail. Lance goes on to say, the eventual reversion of the data to economic normality will ultimately result in something vastly different than a no landing scenario. And this no landing scenario he was mentioning throughout the article which is kind of the mainstream media's reference to we're not even going to have a recession. It says, we think the bulls are misreading the tea leaves once again. The current no recession scenario doesn't make sense, and it is at odds with the Fed goal of combating inflationary pressures. He's got so many good charts in here, and he's even got charts about future rate expectations. One thing I'd like you to put in your calendar is this Fed funds futures curve is saying, this is the market, saying their base case is the Fed will start to cut rates by mid-year. So let's all of us, Josh, you included, buddy, put it on your calendar for, for June, June 1st. Let's go ahead and revisit this video and let's just see if the market was right or was the market wrong about the Fed interest rate hikes or the Fed pausing, or the Fed, in this case, cutting, starting to cut mid-year 2023. And we'll see, is the mainstream media right? Is Jim Cramer right? Is what the Federal Reserve, what they're trying to brainwash us to believe? Is the narrative they're trying to promote, is that correct? Or is the market correct? I think you guys know where I would put my money, but we'll have to mark that on our calendar and wait and see how this plays out. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.